why do you feel like you can't pick up the the habit of reading <sighs> you don't want your viewers to know that you're a quitter <laughs> and there it was another post-war wonder right before your eyes And I'm feeling like talking about habits today. What kind of habits? Habits. What kind of habits do you have? Uh, I have good habits and I have bad habits. Mm. Just like anyone would. <laughs> what are habits? Habits are things that you do regularly. Yeah. Okay, things that you do regularly. Habits control what? Your life. Right, and your behavior, right? Yeah. And your behavior controls what? Uh the responses you get back in your life absolutely yeah. so it changes people's perspectives on you yeah if you change your habits you change people's opinions on you yeah right and you change your life yeah you change your life so you could say that your surroundings change when your habits change as well yeah so I, I mean i agree so good habits good life bad exactly. habits bad life but we all have a mix of both absolutely and i want to know what's your worst habit <laughs> my worst habit we'll start with the with the worst and then we'll go to your best habit mm. so best habit worst habit okay how about this okay i think one of my one of my worst habits is social media i think a lot of people can relate I think to we that can all relate to that absolutely but why do we do it i feel like it's because it's a habit that's why we do it and we need to break the habits dopamine i also think people use it as a distraction yes 100%. distraction from what everyone has their own things going on but let's just you know but is it a way to cope with things or is it a way or is it i think sometimes sometimes when someone's like you know dealing with something they don't always want to think about it so social media is right there a distraction you don't need to think about anything mm. and apart from that um i think it's just become a habit you wake up you check your phone you go to sleep you check your phone which is something i haven't been doing for five days only <laughs> that's a record by the that's way it. Honestly, if i could do it for five days five days you've been waking up doing what just regular things like reading, reading studying stu no not studying not studying praying yeah praying. i feel like praying is a very 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 good habit yeah i was talking to this um to this man you know him karim the man yes, who comes yes, and yes, yes 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 he told me something so amazing about prayer. Uh, I don't want to get deep into religion, yeah. but uh, I'm just talking about prayer as like an, from an outside perspective. Uh, he said that if you put your prayer in order, if you're able to um, kind of allow prayer to dominate your life and to be the the priority of all your things like before your work before your social life before anything that you really do in your life your life will improve marginally really? like he said your behavior with people will change so see that good habit good behavior yeah um your patience will improve and your overall well-being the 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 feeling of just being at peace, peace exactly. at peace with yourself and so um it's like a magical feeling, really. It's like you're, you ha you have no worries. You know what, what's because when you think about worrying, it's like you're thinking about anoroi, right? 
like what do i have to do now it's like right before exams right yeah so like oh i still have to study for this this and that i still haven't done this this and that i need to watch these lectures i need to catch up on my notes exactly yeah i feel like it's the same thing when you think about your spirit when you think about your spirit you're like i'm not satisfied why are you not satisfied uh work is stressing me out maybe okay uh i have children so i'm stressed about giving them a good life maybe okay but when you look at the fundamentals of your stress the roots if you have problems you can either like you said in the in the podcast before if you have problems or hardships you can either choose to deal with them positively or negatively but i think the the thing that helps people stay grounded and stay grateful and all those things are you know things like meditation yes praying praying uh you know just being outdoors being just talking to people communication you know what i mean when you feel like you have a connection on this earth you feel more grateful exactly and what it doesn't matter what the connection is it could be a connection with with god with you know people who don't pray yeah it can be sports by the way it can even be like you're it's like something that allows you to ground yourself and to feel those those roots that you have what i mean is that it's not robotic it's very it's a human way of thinking maybe we've lost that human touch a lot of people have i love that what what you just said yeah the human touch thing yeah just just we need to be more grounded whatever it is i think people should find it and and stick to it and make it a habit because we're talking about habits today and when when yeah exactly yes 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 <laughs> what is your best habit straight up your best habit and you think it actually makes you the person you are my best habit wow. um i don't know what's yours okay i think we all have uh, good and bad habits I think I have a few good habits. Like? Wow, look at me being humble. Yeah. Um, okay, I have a few good habits. And I think waking up early is a good habit to have. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Mm. I feel like when you wake up early, you have a really long day to get the things you need to do done. Mm. I mean, it depends. Okay, wait, wait. I okay. feel like you're not convinced of what I'm saying. No, I'm not convinced. <laughs> I'm not okay but I'll tell you why okay we don't need to put this in by the way we can start again no 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 I want to put it in because I I want because I want a bit of conflict I don't want to be like yeah yeah the whole podcast like yeah yeah Yeah. I'll tell you why okay um so a lot of people say that your first 10 minutes of waking up yeah and like your first 10 minutes of the day um tell you whether you're gonna have a great day or a bad day okay so if you wake up in a great mood you're going to be in a great mood during the whole day and it depends on how you wake up like if you wake up after a very bad dream you're probably going to be like a bit iffy all day and you're not going to know why yeah right what i'm trying to get to to get at is if you have good habits in the morning then absolutely i think waking up early is a great habit because you have great days every day yeah because you're in a good mood or you have good intentions every single day uh if you wake up depressed every single day or on your phone or on tiktok or all that stuff you're you're gonna feel like 
like you you're just you don't have it's the, the patience. same every yeah, morning yeah. It's, like it's like you're gonna wake up you're gonna see the same things on tiktok exactly. the same things on instagram what's the point it's like you're craving dopamine from the first second you wake up you know what i mean yeah instead of just living your exactly. like you're just, just living being through there your day. just exactly. wake up yeah live yeah. through the day yeah that's why i think if people pick up their phones once in their entire day they're not gonna leave it because once they get this this dose of dopamine look i disagree really yeah i mean it depends what you do on your phone i'll tell you what i think setting a like hour limit or two hour limit to be on your phone every day is important because we do have to like catch up with emails with messages with people i mean if somebody's messaging you you can choose not to respond but yeah. i mean i won't do that yeah do you have the blue ticks on on whatsapp uh yeah i do really uh, some people turn them off i don't understand i why. think what you're one of them no 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 i i okay. mine are on like the blue ticks are on I, I don't understand why some people do that maybe they just don't want some people to know that they saw their message yeah. or they think Seriously? they're too cool or like I, i saw this recently on on another podcast they were talking about how ways of communicating now are ridiculous like double tapping on a message to end a conversation like what when you, you like when you like the final message on instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. that someone sends is that like the end of the conversation that's like the end of the conversation it's like you send something they send something back like oh i love this picture oh thank you so much and then they like the thank and you like and the, the conversation is exactly okay and that's it's like a new way of communicating is being born through this toxic social media platform that just does nothing to humans except allow them to be more addicted to something that doesn't add up to their lives at all and yeah. you're developing things your ways of communicating which is absolutely absolutely ridiculous but at the same time it makes you think that okay this is a habit that i have that i'm on instagram how have i implemented habits in those habits themselves it means that you're so deep into this bad habit that it's impossible for you to get out of it i mean this is this is getting really deep but what i'm trying to get at is look it's not easy for people to to stop to end their bad habits okay. they will dominate them whether it's things like cigarettes or like oh i've only smoked three cigarettes today but there are ways to get over bad habits okay like what like how okay someone who goes on their phone too much okay i probably was one of these people until a few months ago and i realized i didn't want to anymore and i was just like you know what i'm gonna delete tiktok i'm gonna reduce my time delete on instagram TikTok? yeah i did tiktok ages ago After what? no you didn't ages ago you were just on, you were just on tiktok seeing the comments no it wasn't oh, no. Odo was telling me oh really yeah. you didn't see them no should we talk about them <laughs> should we talk about our hate <laughs> actually we should I think we should, yeah. But I, I didn't even know there was hate, and then I called Kareem, and I was like, apparently there's like there's <laughs> funny, funny comments and, yeah. on her on the TikTok video, and then yeah. No, we okay. If you didn't see them firsthand, let me tell you something. I haven't had TikTok Yusuf for around. I haven't had TikTok for around five months. Okay, five months. Okay, let me tell you something about the comments that we got. Okay. They are... <laughs> Honestly, pretty funny. Some of them are funny. I, they're Okay, some of them were hilarious. Yeah. But we got flamed. Really? We got flamed. You know why? 
apparently people didn't get the fact that uh that i tried to put like i already talked about this too the snippets yeah. are not like well cut. It doesn't show that it's cut. It shows that it's <laughs> one conversation. You guys are cutting me off or something. <laughs> yeah, they think we're cutting you off, that we're mansplaining or whatever. And that it's at the same time, they're like, this doesn't make any sense. And we got flamed by so many people. This one guy was like, how did I just watch 30 seconds from this video and retain absolutely nothing? And he had 600 <laughs> likes, likes I know. on his comment. I know, I know. I deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> I deleted the comments. I'm sorry, buddy. You're not going to get 600 likes on my video because you're flaming me. I mean, if it was a funny... Okay, it was a it funny was a comment. Okay, funny. It was a, okay, it was a, it was very funny. But you're not going to flame me and I'm not going to allow you to flame me and get likes on it. You could flame me, but don't get likes on it. <laughs> you're giving him a direct message to, to, to right the now. Guy, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's let's talk habits for real. I think you can get you can get rid of bad habits 100%. And I think you can make good habits that can kind of counteract your bad habits. Hmm. And I feel like that's Do you mean replacing a habit with a habit or yeah. like We we know smokers reminding... who quit smoking. Right. So they quit a bad habit. So like do you, do you feel like if you put like a sour thing around the cigarette filter to make them disgusted by cigarette that is that something that would make them that would make bad habits go away or something like uh hypnosis work like uh you know you sleep to hypnosis yeah. you know those things yeah, like yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you know the episode of friends, friends where joey chandler's Chandler. trying to quit yeah, yeah, and he yeah. gets this tape and exactly. it's kind of like smoking is bad for you exactly you do not need to smoke <laughs> and, then, and then joey in, in another episode joey's like uh, sleeping to a woman telling him that he's a that he's a powerful and independent woman he wakes up the next day acting like a woman that was chandler no that was joey when no. he stole the thing from him no yes yes it's the I, same it's the same exact i'll figure i'll figure i'll figure i i can prove to you right now the hype tea, i swear i saw the episode i know you want to give me money i'll tell you what happens chandler okay has a hypnosis tape from a woman yeah. who was friends with one of the girls. Yeah. And the woman, her voice is, you do not need to smoke. You're a strong, confident woman. And then Chandler becomes a woman. He starts putting lip balm on and he comes out with a towel around his head. Oh, you know what? You're wrong. I'm wrong? I'm wrong. Can I, can I, can I tell you now? No. Can, can I just explain? Can, you want to? Okay, let's just bet. Can I explain? Let's bet. I have to. I know the episode inside out. I know it inside out. I know. <laughs> Give me your computer. I'm proving okay, it right okay, now. Okay, 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 okay. Let me, let me just, let me explain one thing. Oh my First God. of all, Chandler does that with the hypnosis. That's number one. He tries to quit smoking. It actually does help. Then Joey finds out about the hypnosis thing, comes into his room, takes it, uses it, and he's sleeping to him and telling him, oh, no, no, let me no, finish. No. Let me, just let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. And then at some point, uh, oh no, I got mixed up with another episode. You know what it was? The episode where where um, Rachel moves in with Joey and he becomes a woman, and he's like, uh, and he's like, oh look at those cute flowers that I got. And Chandler that wasn't like Rachel. This. That was the dancer girl, the Dutch girl. Oh, I've not seen that one. I've don't. Watched, okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. 
Okay, okay, fine, fine. You win, you Listen win. to me. Okay, okay, okay. And, and then we Chandler, just won. And then Chandler becomes a woman? What Chandler, happens? Chandler starts to act like a woman, like he gets lip balm from Monica and he tells Rachel that's a stunning blouse you're wearing. And then Joey, I think why you got confused, Joey walks past the room, hears, right. and he's like, uh, buy Joey lots of pants worth oh, of hundreds of bucks. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I remember that. Anyways, since I was right about this, yeah. I want to talk about habits <laughs> <laughs> habits Noor, how do you feel about bad habits in your life uh how I, do you view them okay one of my bad habits is that i'll put off studying and i'll feel really bad about it like you're guilty yeah i'll feel guilty and then you know when you just you know how amazing you feel after you finish like an hour study session mm. and you're like i'm gonna move on to the next study session and your notes are ready it's such I, a nice feeling and you tick your checklist yeah so i feel like being productive makes you feel really happy it's rewarding it's fulfilling you know? it's fulfilling yes and being off of social media for a while obviously i don't think social media is all bad i think it's it's good to a mm. certain extent but for studying i, I don't feel fulfilled if i finish an hour like for me with studying if i finish even two hours i won't feel fulfilled okay you're, th- we're talking to a mechatronics engineer no here. it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't matter what my what my major is by the way my friends after they see this they're gonna flame me for it because okay. i always say mechatronics they make fun of me but um um what was i gonna say like for studying it feels amazing to get an hour done because you're like you know what that's really good because I could have been on my phone. I could have been doing this, this, and that. I feel insane. But for me, I'll only feel good about studying if I do a full day studying session. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? So I need to get my shit together so I can actually feel good about okay. it. Okay. I get what you mean. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off again. You see, that's very bad. <laughs> no. see, see, that's a habit. That's a habit. You that, stop cutting me off. No, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> no, but I feel like it's okay because, you know it's it's a it's a it's a dynamic it's a dynamic exactly absolutely what else is uh, so how can i get off my bad habits i think you need to be proactive number one Mm. yes i am referring to the book (laughs) seven habits of highly effective people yeah i feel like you need to be proactive you can't just think this is just how i am like it's too late to change the habit whatever it is you can't say that it's never too late that's a great point Mm-hmm. you know why because people at like 16 17 18 years old they think they're 40 it's just how i am i don't like to eat fish exactly uh, thank who, you who told you you don't like to eat fish did you even try try enough of uh, it okay yeah i tried okay that doesn't mean you don't like it it means you can try it again and actually feel differently about it yeah. this time try it again try a different kind exactly uh i can't leave my phone that's the way i am no it's not you're yeah. 20 Exactly. That's not the way you are at yeah. all. At no, all. especially like, for example, I'm going to refer to going to sleep on your phone. Okay. Literally, I've just been doing it for a few days. I've been putting my phone with my charger outside of my room before I sleep. And when I was telling my friends about this, they were like, cool. Hmm. No, we're not going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> do you, know? you can do it. You can do it. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. But it's honestly really nice. Like you wake up. I'm not going to lie to you. When I wake up, I'm like, where's my phone? I'm going to go, I'm going to like obviously. go to my phone now. Cause obviously I hadn't been on it like before I went to sleep and I want to get to a point where I don't wake up and think, 
Where's my phone? Let me check my messages. Let me check mm. my emails. But it's really nice. And I suggest you try it, Yusuf. Mm. Mm. I would. You want to know something super scary? Yeah. So uh, over the past few months, I didn't use TikTok at all. Or I would use it like, I'm going to like, okay, what's the trend okay, this okay. month? Let's see. Since I posted that video. Okay. Oh, my God. What? In a single day, I spent two hours on tiktok <laughs> two hours two hours on tiktok Ref no. refreshing notifications checking the feed following people going through the for you page it i didn't realize until i went on my um what's it called screen uh time screen time two hours on tiktok two hours on tiktok something like that it's shocking. You could have like reached halfway in your uh, <laughs> autobiography. <laughs> yes, I need to read. I need to read. But you know what I do instead of reading? I game. Okay. In my free time. Gaming. Let me tell you something about gaming. Gaming. This is for everyone who thinks. The stereotype around the, gaming. The stereotype about gaming. Yes. Gaming is not toxic. Gaming is not something that antisocial people do. I agree. Gaming is something that I swear, gaming is so therapeutical. Is that a word? I think you make it a word. <laughs> therapeutical. <laughs> yes, it is. It's it, it helps you just like, first of all, with your creativity. It helps you with your communication. You have your friends on there. You're not yeah, playing exactly. on your own. You're not on yeah. your phone. You're doing it's something It's more new. social than being on your phone alone it's on TikTok. Very, <laughs> when you think about it, it is very social yeah gaming is very social and i don't think there's anything wrong with it unless it if consumes someone's doing you. it like 12 hours a day then maybe no so. okay that's ridiculous yeah. okay no i mean if it's your job to game then and I you're making millions out of it go for it <laughs> but i kind of feel bad for them actually why should i why should you they're making more money than <laughs> or like a lot of people are making yeah but not only that okay imagine a banker he's on his laptop all day and he's isn't miserable. he miserable and okay, okay, okay. okay sorry. Forget bankers. Okay, we forget bankers. We need to cu uh, cut that off. Why? No, no, no. Some people who are Why? like, because I'm not all bankers are miserable. Miserable. I just said a really uh, shitty. I mean, a, a lot of them are. Do you just know the nine to five sitting on an Excel document and just like going through it mm. for hours? I don't think it's. I mean, that's fun. a stereotype, but I, I think Uncle Hussein is like super passionate about it i feel like but that's because i love the guy we, we do love the guy <laughs> <laughs> we love him but um but no i feel like he's not like when i think about individual bankers i mean all the bankers that i know but i think you're ta you're referring to people uh, or, who have a higher yeah post. That's, okay that's true so let's let's okay yeah that's true should we should it's we talk on. about like associates <laughs> i don't know any associate bankers i don't know any like associate. zero I think we should go back to gaming because that was cool. <laughs> okay, uh, what I wanted to say something. Okay, yeah. When you think about people who work uh, all day, every day and like sending emails and I don't know whether they're bankers or they work in IT Accountants, or IT, whatever. whatever it is, yeah. they're on their laptop all day, aren't they? Yeah. They're on their screens all day. Yeah. They're communicating, aren't they? Yeah. They're using their brains. Okay, aren't gamers on their laptops all day or monitors all day? Aren't they yeah. using their brains? Aren't they communicating as well? And they yeah. make money as well. Why is this unhealthy and working 
is not unhealthy. Like obviously people say you need to have a balance in your life, mm-hmm. right? So you need to be able to work out, do your thing, um, have a social life, and at the same time, work and make money. If you're going to game, be 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 a monster. Be a, be a gym lad. I, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's that's all um, my, that, that's that's not my point that's not my point my point is gaming should be viewed better i think there's a stereotype and i don't like stereotypes there are stereotypes to everything but with gaming it, it can be a really cool thing like you don't have to why why are people not talking about like just being on social media like it's I I think gaming is a more social thing. If you're going to call up your boys and be like, come on, let's all go on there. Yes. There's like four of you, five of you. Yes. And you guys are having like a laugh on it. And it doesn't have to be something that you do all day. It could be something at the end of your work day. You're going to wind down and you're just going to have a laugh with the guys. Why not? I don't game. I actually, do I don't even know how to. Like if I tried playing FIFA or Call of Duty, I don't know how to. But I just realized that why do we have such a negative stereotype on it i feel like you would enjoy it so much really cod listen cod okay i'll tell you something do you do you prefer things that are interactive like do you prefer things i've played a game called little big planet and i loved it wait 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 it's like you build worlds yes Yes. but i played that when i was like 10 years old wait what (laughs) yeah yeah no i'm referring to another game that just came out um I'll tell you about it when I know. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not like into the whole uh, Warzone, Call of Duty kind of, listen, kind listen. of things. I, I'm not hating something. on no, it. No, no, I know you're not. No, 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 I know you're not. I'm just so pumped about it because I love it. I'll tell you what's insane about it. It's not like FIFA where you're just like moving players around and scoring goals, and you know, there's tactics yeah, and everything. But this is more strategic. Yes, Call of Duty is like, it's so, it's another world, okay. and it's, it is so, so realistic. It's. Okay the 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 games that are in call of duty like there's so many game modes like search and destroy team deathmatch uh like warzone rebirth island all those things they all have an objective you need to play a game with an objective and i think that this is a type of addiction that it's not just like i want to play this game to have fun i want no it's no it's not like that it's like i want to play this game to win at least 10 times today okay and that's when it gets toxic that's when I've seen some of my friends like get mad, like super mad. Really? Like I play with a few of my friends. I have like three or four groups of people that I play with. So like I would choose between those those groups, like who am I going to play with today? Obviously no one's available every single day, but... Different groups are? Yeah. There's a group that's like super, that's like hilarious. It's my Khaliji group. So you're laughing the entire time. I'm laughing the entire time. And they're just making fun of each other and of me. And I'm making fun of them. And we're just like chirpsing each other. And then there's another group that's like, we're going to win today. We're going to win today. We laugh. But at the same time. It's strategic. It's tactical. Strategic. And it's a bit stressful because some of them rage. Hmm. One or two of them, they kind of get mad. Like, Yusuf, what were you doing? I told you come here like and I don't like that I don't like that because okay. I'm becoming like that a bit right now and then I have another group actually not another group one person that I play with and it is so smooth like when we get in me and him Jasim shout out last night we got four no not last night two days ago 
we won four times in Call of Duty. I don't know if you understand what that means, but we like won. wins. We got like four wins in Warzone, in Rebirth Island. Okay. Okay, so it's like 40 people land on the same island. 40 people land on the same island. All players around the world. No, no, no. Like in the region. Okay. So it's like it has to be the same servers. Okay, okay. Okay, so 40, 40 players land on the island. And like teams, teams of twos or threes or fours. And then the last team to be alive wins. So you have to pick up guns, pick up money, go to go to a buy station, buy like planes to tell you where the enemies are. Yeah, yeah. You buy like weapons. You go and you buy armor. You buy like uh, rockets to rockets to like bomb buildings and stuff. It's a bit violent, but I mean, like it's it's super strategic. It's super like uh, it's uh, engaging. It's super engaging, and it's so dynamic. It's not just like oh he shoots well, so he's so good at call. No, it's like he moves well, he shoots well, he aims well uh he knows how to use this gun he doesn't know how to use this gun it's like the guns even the guns you're you're good at this gun you're bad at this gun okay you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway enough about cod <laughs> <laughs> no, no no but i'll tell you something i feel like i was one of these people who had who actually did associate gaming with the stereotype of gaming me too i w- and then i just realized it's not that deep a lot of guys they just have their group and they go on there and they have a good time and there's really no issue to it i think people need to de-associate the stereotype with it it's just a fun thing to do but would you allow your kids to do it often um okay i'll tell you what obviously if i have like a three-year-old i wouldn't be like okay Call of duty like i'm gonna wait a little <laughs> bit until it's an 18 plus game yeah by the way. so i'll obviously wait until the age limit of the maybe like 17 i'd be like okay with it do you know mm. What, you don't think so? you think 17 is too young? I don't know if I'm gonna be a if I'm gonna be a very annoying dad, but I I mean, if he's done his work, if he's good yeah, at school, yeah, exactly. If he's good at school, if he has a good social life, if he's doing his sports activity, if he's like, I'll let him do understanding it. what family time I'll is. I'll let him do it. There's no point. Like, but if imagine, I feel like he's allowing it to take over, I'll be like, nope. Yeah, no, you're gonna hang out with the family right now, yeah. or you're gonna get some work done. But I definitely want my kids to grow up feeling like they are responsible enough to make their own decisions so that they don't feel like i need to control them but we're not talking about parenting right now that's another episode (laughs) i mean that's a good habit for parents yeah definitely i mean if you befriend your uh your kids that is that a word befriend yeah befriend befriend Befriend. if you if you you befriend your child then uh there's a very high chance that they could turn out the way you want them to be because uh, they will tell you about everything exactly everything, everything. they're gonna trust you they're gonna trust you with everything and they will tell you when they get into trouble when they make decisions and you can you can kind of predict what they do in a better way 100 percent. and i also want to like add as a girl i feel like for mothers to give their daughters that responsibility that trust you're going to do the right thing because you have wisdom. I didn't like raise someone who doesn't know how to make decisions, you know? It's really empowering for a girl. And I don't think controlling your kids or is a good idea at all. It always goes the wrong way. Yeah. It really does. I mean, yeah. Listen, the, the reason why it worked... Okay, I wouldn't say that. I'd say the reason why I feel like our parents had to go through a more conservative type of way of getting me you know being raised or a more strict structured uh, than structured childhood is because i feel like it was needed back then 
I'm not saying that now it's not needed. Now it's needed more than ever before, but uh, you know, there's a quote that's like um, strong men create good times. Okay. Good times create soft men. Soft men create tough times. Tough times create strong men. It's a cycle. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get what you mean. Let me Google the quote. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. You keep losing me and you're like, <laughs> I'm a feminist and I'm not afraid to I'm a feminist it. too. Good. I'm, obviously, I'm a feminist. Everyone should be a feminist. Now that's a good habit. Yes, absolutely. Why, why shouldn't anyone be a feminist? I mean, why should anyone not be a feminist? Because... Because of the bad reputation it's got recently? Yes. Okay, fair enough. You know why? Because of idiots. But you're not going to allow idiots... To ruin to something ruin that's important. To ruin reputation yeah. that goes hand in hand in what? Habits. Yeah, and religion as well. You know, some religions and some nationalities are looked at like this because of a few people. Shouldn't allow a few people to control your, your idea. Your on, opinions. Stereotypes, again, the habit of having stereotypes. Social media. That's social media. That's pure social media. Social media. You don't think stereotypes existed before social media? No, of course of course they did. Yeah. But I'm saying now... They're more emphasized. They're more clear. They're easier to grasp and today. And see. And see, of course. Like if you go on Insta and you see a news article about, I don't know, chickens. There's a new research that found that chickens did this, this and that. Oh my God. Share it to everyone. No one And everyone's going to think the same exact way even though... Zero it's, credibility. It's like one source. Yeah. Okay, I got I got the quote. Let's start the quote over. goes like this. Hard times create strong men. Okay? Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. And hard times create strong men. Would you agree with that? I don't think good times create weak men. I think they do. Big time. I think hard times create strong men. Yep. But I don't think weak men are essentially a source. Uh, sorry, sorry. I need to start over. I think... <laughs> hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create soft men or weak men. And weak men create hard times. Now, let me explain something. I don't think that... Good times create weak men, necessarily, because I think okay. that hard times have resulted in some men becoming weak, and they may seem strong on okay. the outside, but within themselves, dealing with themselves, dealing with their issues, they're actually weak because they don't deal with themselves. They think that being like silent about it, um, not talking about it, being tough, um, not addressing things, not not listening to the people around them, their concerns. That makes them strong, but in reality, it makes them weak. That's a honestly, that's a great point, and I agree with you 100%. But I don't think that because of the fact that some men can become weaker with uh, hard times, you know what I mean. You just said men can become weaker with 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 hard times. Is that what you said? With hardships, yeah. With hardships, okay. But this doesn't mean that men can become weaker with good times as well you just said this code bro i think this code give me your pen 
Okay. You just said, uh, with hardships come weak men as well. Yeah. Right? Okay. Not only hard men, but with good times, you said that... You get you, hard men and good men. Hard men? <laughs> hard men. You said I'll start over. You just said that with hardships come weak men as well because of their suppression, correct? Yeah. But I disagree with you in the part that said that good times do not create weak men. They absolutely do. I think this is when they do the most. This is good times. This is a circle. Good times, hard times. Okay. Out of this circle, more strong men will come out than this circle. Okay, come. Can I draw something for you? Yeah, go ahead. I think when you refer to a strong man, you refer to a man who can carry himself. Yes. Carry the people around him. Yes. A leader. Be responsible. Be reliable. All of these things. Be emotionally stable. This is life. Okay. Okay. Do you know what this is? Yeah. Yin yang. Yeah. All good does not create strong man. And all bad doesn't create strong man either. You need half and half. Okay. You need the good and you need the bad. And a strong man is a balanced man. And you can't have a balanced man that is only like brought up to all hardships. Okay. It needs to be an equal balance. Absolutely. Thank you very much. And I agree with that. Please show the drawing to our... Okay. I agree with that 100%. But you still... I don't think you see what I'm trying to I say. Think I, I think I understand. You're saying men who went out to war fight for their countries. They come back strong. They're more responsible. They raise more responsible kids than a guy who was brought up in a rich household, in a palace. I'll ask you a question. was given everything he needs on a silver plate. I'll ask you a question. Finland. We mentioned Finland in two podcasts yeah. so far. Finland, the- we love you. <laughs> <laughs> Please give me the citizenship. Uh, Finland, yeah, all of us. Finland is here, and here is Palestine. A hundred people are in Finland, and a hundred people are in Palestine. How many people do you think will come out of Palestine as strong? Like, like no, no, no. Just, just follow the exercise. What you're saying is right. They're gonna be stronger. Okay. Best stronger doesn't mean that the man is going to be more reliable and willing to carry things. A lot of basically what you're saying, hardships just create strength and create uh, reliability and create all the no, it creates trauma. And I think trauma creates weaknesses in people. And therefore, yes, he may be able to take on more things, but when it comes down to things, trauma does create gaps in people you've just proved this coat wrong respect i agree <laughs> okay i agree but i agree i agree he will be able i to... didn't see it as deep as you did but i see what you, you saw what i was saying right? i saw what you were saying and you saw what i was saying and i think back to yin and yang it's all about the balance ikigai, ikigai. <laughs> <laughs> does reassurance go hand in hand with habits yes and I'll, I'll actually tell you why from my perspective. Go ahead. When we first started this podcast, I mean, this is still the beginning, but how much reassurance from you did I need? 
Every day. Every day. I felt I felt like I needed I needed to hear that I was doing okay, that you were like not regretting your decisions and put me on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So that's a bad habit of mine. And I think people around me will be able to tell you that. Yes. One of my bad habits is that I do need reassurance and that I don't always feel 100% confident in what I'm doing, even though I might be really good at this. Sometimes I always need reassurance and that's a bad habit because I feel like, you know, when you always need reassurance, it plays with your mind. You start to feel insecure about things that you don't even need to feel insecure about. And that's why I was... That's what I was having with the podcast when I first started. Mm. Like I, everyone around me knows that I can talk and talk and talk and talk about everything. But because I was doubting myself, it mm. messed with my confidence. Mm. Do you need reassurance for the future or do you need reassurance for the things that you've done? Oh, that's a good question. Like, would you, would you be like, was it okay for me to say that to this person? Or are you like, Should I do this? Honestly, I think it's both. I think the the need for reassurance for your past is so unhealthy for anyone. Okay, I agree. You know why? But I think reflection is important. No, reflection is needed. Yeah. But constant, the constant thought about what you did is not because that's so unhealthy for you, for anyone. Yeah. For you, for the people around you, it's just, it's it's in the past. The past is in the past. You can look back. You can reflect on it for a moment in your life. But then it's it's done. You can't undo it. Right. What matters is now. So? Yeah. The present. Absolutely. The present. Come on. Give us. You wanted the to gift. say a quote. The gift. That, that's why it's <laughs> called the present. Here's the quote. Wait, I think. Here's a quote. Yeah. You like it? In what aspect of your life do you feel like you need reassurance the most? And do you think it's a good habit, a bad habit, or it's a little bit of both? If I'm going to make a decision about like taking a job or, uh, I mean, I'm not there yet, but buying a house or um, getting married, things like that, like big decisions in your life, you need reassurance. You need to be sure that this is what you're going to do. And I think the best reassurance that you can get is from God. Yeah. Everyone should exercise. Every single plan, every single person on this planet should exercise. There's no exception, obviously, unless you're maybe handicapped or something and you can't do something. Okay, fair enough. But I'm talking about, you know, people who refuse to exercise are harming themselves. Not exercising is a really bad habit it should be a sin i agree honestly um i'm not consistent with i'm not consistent at all with exercising um especially when i got into when i got into uni i was yeah. very i wasn't consistent at all but what i figured out and thank god i have a good metabolism for it um when i get into exercise it helps my mental health so much that's number one when you see your body change It's rewarding. It's amazing. You It's the like, best feeling. Absolutely. You feel like your mentality is changing as well. You're more confident. You're more happy. You're more motivated in everything. In That's your right. work. In I just, I really love that feeling. When And you know what's hilarious? 
I don't know if everyone can agree with me, but you know when you work out twice and in the big realm of things, the change isn't actually that dramatic, but you feel like you're like, what? Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> you feel insane. You feel insane. Yeah. You feel amazing yeah. and confident. Yeah. And that's a huge part of it. You know, when you go to the gym or if anyone goes to the gym and they see a man who's relatively unfit um, compared to other people in the gym, this guy is the best. Actually, he's, amazing. He's, he's actually better than anyone else in the gym yeah. you know why he's better he, than the biggest guy in the gym because he took the initiative yeah and that's the hardest thing to do getting out of your comfort zone absolutely i feel like when i when i work out and i see my body change i feel like i'm improving not only it's not just i'm improving my body i look insane oh look at me you're improving yourself your discipline mm-hmm. because with working out i feel like it's a really interesting thing not everyone's always motivated to get in the car, go to their gym, go to their spin class, go to their yoga class, whatever it is. But the discipline, like going past motivation and kind of going and tapping into your discipline, it's a mm. huge thing. Mm-hmm. Controlling, not only controlling, but surveilling everything that these people are doing. This writer, George or- Orwell, is a genius. He wrote this in the 1940s. Imagine his imagination. It's insane. And everything's different. Time, there's like 13 hours, like the clock turns 13. It's so cool. And it's so dystopian. You need to read it. It's so interesting. That is, that's freaky. It's freaky. He wrote it in 1941 or 1949. I think Animal Farm. Was he on like LSD or something? He's insane. He's one of the best authors ever. This is one of the best. It's rated 4.1 on Goodreads. Was he like on psychedelics or something? No, he was just insane. And he was a professor. And he fought in the war. He's insane. He lived in like three countries. Wow. Please read it. I will. I mean, I lived in three countries. Back then, yeah, you said before <laughs> globalization. Okay, <laughs> please, please buy it. Hold it, hold it. Give it to me when you're done. <clears throat> no. Either. You need to get your own copy so you can read it with us. I can't read Silas Marner either, the novel. It's because they're not good. If you read this, it's amazing. Okay. You're okay. not going to read it. No, no, I will, I will, I will. I will, I will. I will. I promise you, I will. Let me dare again. I don't know what to do. I don't know You can go on Kinokuni and order online. Mean? Kinokuni. Mean? Why do you feel like you can't pick up the the habit of reading you don't want your viewers to know that you're a quitter <laughs> first of all i'm not a quitter that's number one you're not a quitter you're not a quitter i'm not a quitter you're a quitter of the Sadet autobiography which anyone would be i mean as a beginner yes okay as a beginner okay i wouldn't say i'm a beginner in reading i'd say i'm a beginner in reading in english as a habit as a habit in english so in my school years i've always read in french I told you about this. Yeah, you told me you read like amazing books and you loved them. And <laughs> You're making fun of me now. I'm not. Yeah, you are. I'm yeah, not. You are. Just because you read I just wish. Me. No, I just wish I understood the books that you were saying like Joe. No, but um, I am a beginner in in English, like in like reading in English. As a habit. Not As a in habit. Reading. As a yeah, habit. Of because course. Because you do read a lot. Like, Once I pick it up, I'm sure I'm sure I'm gonna love it. I love reading. That's that's the problem. I love reading. I love anything that has to do with reading all in all like I, I like to read articles 
I like to read anything that's that's put out on the internet like that I can practically just read like this. Yeah. Reading books is different because you need to it's like you're watching a show, right? You know how you binge watch a show? Yeah. I want to be able to binge binge read. I want to binge read. I want to like be addicted to it. Like Okay, oh, then just I don't want to Okay, one more episode. No, no. 10 more pages. Okay, 20 more pages. Okay, okay. Last page, you know? Yeah. I want to be like that. It is tough. The autobiography of Honor uh, Sedet is a great book, and I recommend it to anyone. Honestly, it, it's an insane book. The only problem that I have is that I haven't been able to get into it just because of my of the priority that I give to reading. So the, I don't prioritize reading as much as I should or as much as I wish to prioritize it. Um, it's a great book, a, an amazing story, by the way. And I wish to finish the book so I can share the story of Anwar Sadat later on. Uh, he's a great man. Like he's inspirational. Everything that he's done is uh, because of a goal that he had. He had the goal, this political goal on his mind that was developed and that changed over time, over the years, and that resulted in him being the president. He didn't become the president because he was great in school only or because he had great political ideas. No, he became president because Anwar Sadat is born a true leader. Mawlud, yeah. like at five years old, he would ask some crazy philosophical questions about his own country to his family. That's amazing. At four years old, four mm. years old. I mean, the, the way he even got into politics is a great story as well, by the way. The way he got into politics was uh, through the army. He first applied to get into the Royal Academy or the Royal Army. So like uh, in the times of uh, Malik Farouk, of King Farouk, uh, and this is when the Brits were still like in charge of Egypt. Uh, so he had like to get referrals. So he would, uh, he had insane social skills. He would uh, connect with people. Then he got into the army because of his referral and because of the way he talked to people. Once he got into the army, he started our like he uh, he founded like the small talking room uh, in in the army base where like everyone would come in and talk about the state of Egypt, not politics. They would talk about the state of Egypt, mm -hmm. the future of Egypt, Theor theories, theoretical thinkings. Uh, Gamal Abdel Nasser was there, by the way. Anwar Sadat and Gamal Abdel Nasser were never friends, like close friends, tight friends in the army. They were just like, they had mutual respect for each other. This but is so interesting. Very. Gamal Abdel Nasser was a very um, conservative person with his views. With his views. He would never share them in this room. He would always attend, always attend when Anwar Sadat would be speaking. And Anwar Sadat was a very talkative and very, he would voice his opinion without fear because he was very smart in the way he did it. He wouldn't want to convince people. He wouldn't want to like, this is the way it is. No, it's mm -hmm. like, he would raise questions like, is this okay? Is this how you want to see Egypt? These are the stats. This means this. Think about it. People would be like, he's right. We need to do this. And eventually, other soldiers in this common room would voice Anwar Sadat's opinions out loud for him. Wow. So instead of, you know, like he would lead and ask those rhetorical questions 
and they would voice the opinions for him. Like this was his goal. And then at some point, you know, I'm not, by the way, this is only 20 pages of the book. That's insane. I know. I, I know. This is, the, the book is absolutely crazy. Thank you very, very much for tuning in today uh, with Nur and Yusuf on this very special bonus miniseries that we call Conclusions. And today's conclusion was habits. Thank you, Nur. And uh, thank you all for tuning in. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.